0: Welcome to the Scorpio Wolf Podcast. This is your host, JC, a.k.a. Mr. Scorpio Wolf. Thank you for joining me today. This is going to be episode, I believe, 12 of the podcast segment for the Twin Flame Journey. Uh, it started off talk- We started off talking about Scorpios, Scorpio tra- characteristics. Uh, we started the definition of the differences between the three different relationship types, and then we kind of led on to my Twin Flame Journey. So we we came to the last conclude we came to the last episode where you know first separation was pretty hard um so we're moving into that that first reunion back with each other and i i got to admit you know the first un- union back with my twin flame and this is we're still at the platonic level right we haven't gone to that intimate or romantic level of the twin flame journey it's mostly just the friendship it's the friendship that i valued the most with her um uh, and this is where it tends to get a little bit trickier because then you have those other emotions that start to play in and start to pull you to two, two together more and more. And we used to hang, we we, had, we used to we hang we used to hang out a lot more outside of her work. Now this is uh because before that's the only place I would be able to go hang out with her. But then we started hanging out, you know, having lunches together. Uh, her son would come along, tag along with us. And it started it started off pretty good because, like I said, her son gained trust with me, started sitting next to me. She was so she was so kind of surprised that her son would, you know, take a liking to me at such a early stage in our friendship and to be trustworthy, to be able to sit next to me at, you know, at at lunch and not next to her all the time. So it was a surprise to her it was an eye opening experience for her. I you know before from what i what i what i kind of conceived from what her telling me that and so that bond between me and her son kind of got to the point where you know when they would go out together to the same place we would go we would have lunch together in downtown uh to downtown square um her son would ask like so are we meeting your friend you know are we, we running into your friend and she was kind of surprised and caught off guard by the fact that she would know he would know the friend that you know would go meet him at this at this restaurant so that being said I kind of felt that her son had some connection had a connection with me kind of knew what's up you know kids have a keen sense of you know what's going on with the with their parents um especially their mothers and I kind of felt that they that was a neat she he kind of mentioned that to kind of bring that back into sight and I I kind of it happened during the separation phase so you know she told me about this later on and we I kind of got the fact that's like you know you know her son really had some had a bond and kind of had an understanding of what was going on and you know it's something that she had said herself that she had never she doesn't take her son with her on these kind of dates or not I wouldn't say at dates but like you know, lunch, 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 lunches and stuff like that. So that was, that was a big surprise for me. So we did talk about, while we're in this union, we did talk about what we missed out on each other's lives during a separation. Um, Not much from her end, not much on my end. Um, I told her about some of the crazy, you know, meetups. I met up with these Craigslist people. And she was surprised that I even he would do that. She was like she would say that she would never do such a thing. She would never put herself out there like that. It has to be someone that she knows and deeply trusts before she would go even go out with him. So that that was very that was very heartwarming and heartfelt when she said it to me. And I kind of felt that there was some kind of connection, and that connection that reconnection was happening again. It was like it was back to reconnecting and being in each other's lives you know the text messages started coming in more more and more frequently you know snaps you know snapchat is one of the the app we were using and so you know we would snap each other pictures and funny memes and stuff about zodiac signs and she wasn't really into astrology but she would send me funny memes about my astrology sign saying you know how a scorpio is and and kind of kind of kind of show that to me and and we both laugh about it but it was true a lot of the stuff was true about what she had sent me for Scorpios you know about being you know being one way and then having like some scorn, uh, deep down emotions while well, all this is going on when i'm trying to you know have this great communication with my twin flame the other thing that was happening is that i had to deal with someone Else, with that was going through a twin flame journey, and that was my teacher friend, and she had told me a lot of stuff about how a twin flame journey is, the ups and downs, and I can really see that struggle between the her, her and her twin flame, and the constant back and forth, the you know the change of emotions like the the waves up, the roller coaster of the twin flame journey, the ups, the downs, the separations the reunions uh, i got to see a, some of these reunions firsthand and it's kind of it's kind of ironic because it kind of leads me into you know me figuring out my twin flame journey but you know there is a lot of ups and downs there's a lot of ups and downs my teacher friend had a lot of ups and downs for twin flame they would have these these uh these back and forth with one another a lot of high intense emotions very you know very uh Very, very intense. And I could just bring it down to like one moment where I kind of, you know, I kind of saw it firsthand how that attraction between the twin flames is. That, you know, you could be constantly, you could be like fiery mad at each other, yet you still end up coming back to each other uh, no matter what. And it was kind of funny because so we were at, so I took, you know, my friend, my teacher friend, I kind of corrupted her a little bit and we started going to the, to the strip club, the gentleman's clubs, whatever you wanna call it. And we would go and have you know, two dollar Tuesdays. I mean, who's not gonna wanna have two dollar Tuesdays? That's that's the thing that that kinda got me like two dollar Tuesdays. We go like on Tuesdays and have drinks for two dollars. Like mix uh, wells crown and down for two dollars. So who wouldn't wanna go? Who wouldn't wanna go to do that that kind of thing? So and especially with cheap because nowadays it's like where do you find $2, $2 beers, $2, any kind of drinks, mixed drinks or whatever. So that was a very good promotion that that club had had. And so, you know, she had just, you know, she had a fight with her guy. Um, and you know, there was a lot of intense emotions with them. it's like, there's all these ups and downs, new, new experiences, like things that she's never done with anybody before. Like, um, there was this, this one moment she told me that she was have she would leave, the, you know, she would call, tell him uh via phone that she's, her door's unlocked, and that she, he can come in whenever he wants, and, um and next thing you know, like, 15 minutes later, he'd be driving up, opening the door, locking it behind him, and, you know, they were having some fun, fun, passionate nights with one another, so, you know, stuff like that, you know, would happen between the two of them and it got to the point where like it you know the, there's intense emotions a lot of jealousy you know her side his side and they were in an argument they were in separation and when we went me and her went to the club She were, they were still separate they were still in separation but I kind of saw them come back into union I saw them come back into to union with one another and it was kind of funny because like I keep on saying how funny it was because um I was sitting there, and we were talking, and then she gets a text message for from her for her from her twin flame, and her twin flame says, uh, "I'm, I'm a, it's like she tells her what she's doing, having fun with me, and she said, "He said I'll be there in ten minutes," and he does pull up at the club. Uh, he's outside, and what she, you know, she says, "Okay, I'm gonna leave my purse here. I'm gonna go talk to him for ten minutes. You know, I'm gonna go talk to him. I'll, I'll see what's on his mind, what's going on, and then mm-hmm. I'll come back." You know, and but I'm leaving my purse here because I know I'm not going to go home with it. I go, okay, that's fine. You know, so I you know sit there, and as I'm just chilling there, you know, you know that ten minutes turns into twenty minutes, turns into forty minutes, turns to an hour, turns into an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. She finally comes back. She finally comes back after two and a half hours, and at this whole time, you know, I'm not leaving her purse I'm, You know. So you know, I had to have another a, a stripper come or dancer, uh, come over and try to wa- not try to, but watch her purse while I was away. And she was a very trustworthy uh, dancer. We we had known her for a long time, and you know, she was very sweet and she was very kind hearted. She was a little little bit older for her, for the girls that were dancing in there. She was up in her late thirties, which isn't you know, I don't I don't have anything against like you know people that are mature and still doing that, but. Uh, she was in her late thirties, um, to be honest, and that's that's kind of odd to see if someone in their late thirties or even forties and is still dancing at a strip club, but she was very beautiful, very she was Cuban, very beautiful, but at the same time she was very sweet and generous, and and she watched it for us, and you know, and I was able to use the restroom when I needed to, and 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 so forth. So she comes back, my friend comes back. Hair's all messed up. She looks like she just ran like 50 miles or something. She's like all sweaty, drenched. Her hair's all down. It's like she's got a lot of curls in her hair. And so it was like drenched in sweat. And I'm like going, what the? Like, what? I thought you just went out there to talk to him. And then he goes, yeah. I was like, are you okay? Because you don't, you look like you just had sex or something. And she goes, she just smiled at me and just busted out laughing. It's like, it's like, you did have sex with her. It's like, yeah, so (laughs) she, she had a heated argument. She went to to go to, she told me that she went to the car with him and decided to, you know, have a talk with him. The talk turned into passion and the passion led them to driving around this industrial area of the, of the city that where this club was at was most like in Fort Worth. Most of the strip clubs are near industrialized, you know places or manufacturing places so they drove around until they found a secluded area you know and you know it was raining it was raining that day so you know everything was so muddy so they found some dumpster there's what I was told some dumpster behind and they had intercourse they you know they were they had intercourses in like ankle deep mud (laughs) they had to take off their shoes so there was mud all over the place mud everywhere from what I was told, and because like she I looked at her feet and i I did notice the mud the dried out mud from it, so I know she was telling the truth, so and besides, she was gone for two and a half hours, so they they did some business while they were gone, and maybe not like two and a half hours of the business, but you know a lot of talk, a lot of you know passionate kisses and eventually the deed that was done behind the dumpsters in some secluded area mm-hmm. and then she came back and and was back at you know back at the the club. But she told me that like she had that, that intense emotion. There was a tense, intense attraction to him. They and they just came together again. Came again together. Came <laughs> came together again. So I kind of started using that as questions like, so, you know, with the reunion with my twin flame and her reunion. And again, her twin flame journey is a lot different than mine because hers are back and forth back and forth union disconnect union disconnect union disconnect and it kind of feels like a, a normal day modern day romance but i'll get to that in a little bit so let's take it like several months later there's a breakup and so you know as part of like you know since my twin flame started working in another city I would take that 45-minute drive from one city where I worked to the other city where she worked, where she worked, and I would go visit her. And my friend was having a bad day, so my my, my teacher friend, because she had broken up with her twin flame again, and so there's a lot of emotions still there. And so I, you know, I asked her like, "Do so you want to go have drinks with me? It's Two Dollar Tuesday." And again, who's gonna refuse Two Dollar Tuesday, especially if I was gonna pay for the, her drinks? Like, how many drinks could this girl actually drink? It's like you could drink like 10 drinks and only have to pay 20 bucks you know so that's kind of uh kind of like how i saw it so i took her with me and at that you know that day uh you know, Twin Flame was working and she saw me come in with her and i introduced them to one another and and but my tw- my friend was being very affectionate with me and very, you know, crying on my shoulder about, you know, and then saying F her TF, but didn't say TF. She said, fuck him and fuck that. And, you know, that person really Mm -hmm. didn't care for me. You know, I'm going to, you know, make this, you know, I'm going to enjoy this night. I'm going to drink, drink, drink. And, you know, you know, as the night went on, she, you know, I could see that, as she's crying on my shoulder. In a corner of my eye, I can see that my twin flame was watching. I'm watching her have those affectionate, up-close moments with me. And she's never had that, those moments with me. She's never been able to lean her hand up, you know, her head on my shoulder, cry anything out. She never got to do... She never had to do any of that with me. Uh, and to... To you know, sum it all up. It kind of it kind of feels like you know there was something missing in her life, because here's myself who's very you know Scorpio me who's very reserved, yet I have another kind of version of her because they're both they were both cancers, you know, crying her shoulder, crying her heart out, you know, crying on my shoulder, throwing her arms around me, crying on my sh- you know, ch- you know, near my chest, and she, I kind of felt that she felt that something was lacking from her, this was lacking from her life, she, she was lacking that kind of, you know, that with me, and so, her, her friend, my, uh, TF's friend was actually still there, was out there at the club, her lesbian friend, and she was like, she was, she was taking drinks with us as well, and she kind of took her to, you know, she kind of like was talking to my my uh, my teacher friend, and they you know they're just talking, and and that's when she, my TF made that move. She made the move. Uh, she got really close to me, came from behind me. Um, it's just kind of weird because like I I've never felt the like she had like her her ends of her hair is kind of curled up, so what I felt was like her her hair going into my ear as she lays. As, okay, I guess this would be explicit. So, my TF has some very nice pair of, you know, breasts. And so, she kind of just rested her breasts on my left shoulder. And I could feel the hair from her head, the, her hair, like, tickling me inside of my, inside. like, And she just, like, just, clint, just plopped down, like, right there on my shoulder. And it's like, asking me if my friend was okay. Like, is there anything that we need? You know, stuff like that. She just, she made that move, she made that move. And so it made me question her her mm-hmm. true motives. Like, is this more than a friendship now? Cause now she's touching me. She's like, we don't really touch each other. We've been on all these dinner dates and you know, been to luncheons. Um, yes, her son was at most of those. So I can see why there's no touching and stuff like that. Cause we didn't want to give that wrong idea to her son. Or give her son hopes that there might be a, a strong male figure to look up to, and because like you know you have to protect your kids, you have to protect your kids no matter what, and you don't go introducing them to every single guy that you meet, you know, or date or whatever. But we weren't dating; we were just friends. So, you know, to me, it's like you know, I just kind of just allowed her to do it, just allowed her to just, just have her just breasts just sitting on my le- my left shoulder, and and I kind of. She kind of, you know, she's asking all these questions and she just, she continues doing that throughout the night. She continues like stopping and just plopping her, you know, her chest on my shoulder and talking to me from behind instead of like from forward, like we've always done, like face to face, just doing it from behind and like kind of, kind of eyeing my friend to see what she was doing, kind of eyeing her at the same time. And I kind of get to that song, you know, like that song from Rihanna, uh, This Is What You Came For. And like how you see, like you see them staring from across the room and they're only looking at you. That's what I'm kind of getting that feeling from. I got that feeling from that song. And this is what, you know, this is, I came to see her and, you know, console my friend. She saw my friend being too consulting, too close, that she had to make her move. She had to... I kind of feel she had to make a move of dominance or you know claiming and I didn't know what was going on I just kind of knew it's like oh she's like you know do putting her 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 body on my on my chest I mean not on my chest but on on my on my shoulder and that's it was something new to me I never I never had her do that to me but my friend was kind of make kind of driving that point driving to make that move and After, after we had left, I was like, when they said goodbyes, I told her I was going to take her back to her, back to Fort Worth, because, you know, we live all, we were, I was staying in Fort Worth, and that's where my friend's uh, apartment was, too, so I just told her, it's like, yeah, we got to go, I got to take her back to her place, and, and on the drive home, you know, we we said goodbye, she hugged me, and, you know, something we don't normally did, we didn't normally do that, and we kind of went our way, and, I on the drive home, my, my teacher friend was like going, dude, it's like, she was totally claiming you right now. It's like, and I'm going, what? Claiming me? So I was like, yeah, she's like, definitely just, just claimed you. She's like, just plopped her big breast on you and just plopped it on your shoulder. And, you know, just claimed you because, you know, and I kind of see, and she says, that's the jealousy. That's, you know, me being there made her insecure about what I was to her you know because she didn't have the, like I was saying she didn't have those interactions with me she didn't get those close hugs and stuff like that and we were friends me and my, me and my teacher friends are just really close friends uh, and we gotten that but and I've known her, my I've known my TF a little longer than her so she never had that experience so I kind of felt that's like oh Like, I I didn't even think about it that way. So, it kind of opened my eyes up a little bit of, like, what was developing here? What was going on here? Because I really didn't, I heard my friend telling me about the TF and how you can't forget them and all this stuff, but, you know, and I did my research, like, sometimes they gave me friends, like, really, really, really close friends, but at the same time, I started looking at her a little differently, like, she was lacking something in her life, and I kind of felt that she felt threatened by my friend being there, that she would, she would go to the point of doing that in front of her and in front of me too, because I had never had her do that to me before. She would always like, she would always talk to me face to face, um, even when she was working or she would sit across from me, but never to behind from, never from behind. She would never do that from behind. And I just kind of felt a little bit more special at that moment and so that's where I'm kind of gonna leave this story at because this is this was very intense emotions to have to go through and you know in the next episode I will talk about the New Orleans trip which like this is like the infamous New Orleans trips that that I talk about the most because this is where well I'll kind of leave it up to to next next time for y'all to I'll just leave it on a cliffhanger. Like this is this is where a lot of things happen. And that's when most of the emotions get switched on to high. And that being said, I'm gonna leave it at that. Thank you again for joining me uh for this podcast. I appreciate all the love and support that you guys send me. Um again if you are uh, guys want to join this community and have your submit your twin flame stories you know, we can go through this whole process together. You know, I've been through a lot already, 10 years worth of stuff. So I have a little bit of, you know, you know, information that you may not have during these journeys. Cause I've done, gone through and a lot, learned a lot of things. Um, uh, been through a lot of things as well. And I kind of hope that, you know, to build a small community. Now I am doing for, for the month of September and October, I'm kind of like allowing you guys to submit your, uh, your online dating stories or dating story dating horror stories um to the podcast as part of like a Halloween horror stories so if you have a horror story to submit submit it to my email jlobo1978.41 at, at glo, uh, gmail.com um also if you have any twin flame stories that you want to submit of like your journey and what you've gone through and what you've you've suffered and and dealt with throughout your journey send it to the same email address jlobo 1978.41 at gmail.com thank you for joining me so much thank you for joining me and being supportive of this channel i do have a, a donation thing set up on my account on spotify um i if you want to submit your your donations that's great you don't have to i, I kind of want to get to the point where i can get you know more viewers and more people so share this share this uh share this uh uh, the site to other people that might be interested in these stories, and we can kind of go from there. Uh, I want to get the ambassador That's the ambassador um, ad stuff. So just, just a, just a FYI. It's just follow me and listen to my stories. I appreciate all the great, you know, the great support that you guys have shown me. Um, we're getting close to the, you know, the big climactic stuff. You know, towards where the separations become super long. And, you know, there's not much in between. A lot of stuff happens in between, but it's more realization of yourself. And so I'm going to get there eventually. Um, But thank you for joining me again. I really appreciate it. And y'all have a great week, great day, great month, great year. Thanks again. Have a good one.